Guys, do you know what it's like to have a five-star podcast? No. No, but I can dream. Well, maybe we should make your dreams a reality, Chris. Maybe we should implore the people. Start a GoFundMe page. <laughs> well, that'd be nice. Or do you reckon people could maybe leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? I don't think people are that nice. Mm, good point. I think people are lovely and I have faith. I don't have faith, actually. I don't believe in God, but I believe in people. As a tour guide, like, it was, it was pretty bleak. I mean, you had kids urinating out the window because we just got in Obviously horrendous. And I was dating someone there at the time, and it was, like, some bizarre mating ritual. And we'd go past each other, just quite, quite, quite. And she was wearing, she borrowed one of my, like, a very sparkly jacket with sequins on. And we went into the pub. And everyone stopped, like it was like in Shaun of the Dead, like all the locals just looked at us. And this man said to my friend, you're the sparkliest thing to ever walk in here. (laughs) I think he had a tear in his eye. It was so surreal. I feel like it's not, it's not a good night unless the next day your fingers are quite sore. That's not a great quote. But... (laughs) (laughs) Out of context. Are we starting? Oh, he's, he's finally oh, well, we missed it. Was, to... uh, was I playing a game that I didn't even know about? No, we, we established We thought what we'd do is we'd do an experiment and say, oh, we'll let Gareth open the show oh, today. Okay, I'm opening the show. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Oh, right, there you go. Yeah, yeah, remember to skip all the rubbish bit about Chris and how's your week been and stuff, because Chris has had a haircut. <laughs> it's very impressive, very 80s. We might put a picture up. We might not. We don't know. We don't want to get shadowed. Yeah, down. basically, he's got an interesting story about a CD. Tell them the story about the CD, Chris. You're just jealous because I had to use a Grand Theft Auto 4 PS3 game uh, disc disc as a mirror to cut my hair with a razor. Yeah, see. So if anyone would like to donate <laughs> some money to Chris so he and could get a little handheld mirror. Because I've done the most cheeky thing in my life thus far, aside from finding old hats and keeping them and wearing them. Yeah. And you, and you also missed a boomer joke chance, because I called it a CD, whereas it was a something else. It was, what is it? It's a, what is it then? It's, if it's not a CD? It, yeah. <laughs> It's a game it disc. It's a game it disc. It's a game disc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. well, yeah. if it wasn't old-fashioned before, yeah. you've just... Yeah. You've got game discs, you've got music discs, you've got hazard yeah. perception discs. Yeah. So, go, Gareth's just jealous because I'm living my life like a fucking Mad Max character at the moment, cut my hair with CDs and fucking living the good life. So. You're like you're like if the host from Scrapyard or Salvage Don't Wars... Don't say that to Chris. He's a very good host. Yeah, no, 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 Scrapyard Hunters... If he just constantly lived out, no one told him that the show. So I'm, I'm Robert Llewellyn, who hasn't been yeah. told that we've been cancelled. I just live out in the scrappy trash. Go, do you want to see your hovercraft made from voxels? Just yeah, fucking to drive them out. Yeah, yeah, trying to cut your hair out in bits of broken glass. <laughs> Come and have a go at my amateur surgery. I charge a pound. <laughs> <laughs> a pound and two tons of WD forty, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> My health service don't need funding. Look at it. <laughs> Just prosperous. Yeah, it become. Everyone in fucking local council tips going. How hard could it be? <laughs> <laughs> Just bed frames his limbs. Just like, hey, 
Yeah, See, this is why it. this is why you jump in, Gareth, and save us from this. Yeah, I know. I was just, I was, I was just letting you burn out. I was hoping you were going to burn out soon. To be honest, I, can, I think you can only entertain Narlin for so long. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce this week's guest, um, who's already uh, already spoken. That wasn't Narlin doing two voices. The other voice was this <laughs> week's guest, um, who we've been trying to get on for a while, and very happy to have on finally, um, Francis Keaton. Um, comedian, actor, actor, and um, host of Broken Ambitious. God, welcome, I, welcome, yeah, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Hello. Hello. A seamless introduction. Thank you. Like honey, thank you. I will not have to do any editing there. Yeah, I, I like, I like. You know what it is? I get overexcited when I have to say things in a row. I get, I, I get really excited. <laughs> you know, like when I'm doing the outros and stuff. I sort of my brain's sort of on the third word when my mouth's on. Mm. The first, and I'm all sort of. That's why I have it these good like, pauses. It is like the grown version of that kid at the Christingle service that has that one word in the play, <laughs> but just fucks it up. Like I'm Can surprised. You know you play? Yeah. What the hell's a Christingle service? Christingle. Oh, Christingle. This is such a minefield. <laughs> Whenever Christingle comes up, everyone, you, one person has to explain it because it's just the most ridiculous ritual it's that we maintain in our schools. What is, what is Christingles? It's no, just like you... the whitest shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, me, me and Francis would do this. We'll do it. We'll do it on team. Um, um, do you want to explain the... You have an orange. Yeah. You you stuff it with some candy. I don't know what candy you use. Why am I saying candy? Sweets. We use, <laughs> we use dolly mixtures. Dolly mixtures, thank Good. you. You sort of stud it, stud it with these dolly mixtures. Four points. You put some candles in One it. One candle. Yeah, four points. Why is there four points? Does it represent... There's four points Jesus. for four seasons, and the candles represent the fruit oh. of the world. You're welcome. Cheers, Vicar. <laughs> my God, were you a I paid attention. Boys? I was a good kid, all right? Shut up. It's just really like oranges. Yeah, I just really like yeah. oranges and fire. So, so basically, <laughs> it's an orange that somebody stuffed with sweets. Yeah, you stick a candle in the middle, and then you wrap a red ribbon round it because that's Jesus' so, blood. Hold on, because hold on, why would you want to be reminded? So there's sweets in this orange first. Then you put a candle. No, you're being, you're, you're being silly now, right? Obviously, the sweets are on cocktail sticks at four May- points of the orange. And don't go saying how could a sphere have points because it fucking does, all right? For argument's sake, you just put them at four equidistant points in a quadrangle. Yeah, but this conversation. Right? Because we have two people who know what it is and two people who don't. The cool kids don't, the uncool kids do. Now, do you, are you two talking about the same thing? What an introduction. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's gone from it's gone from hundred <laughs> yeah, to zero like that. <laughs> I was I was a presenter, I was a comedian, now I just I know I'm a cool yeah. kid. Or I can imagine this is exactly how the, the conversation went when yeah, you decided so, to well, introduce I, I the Christingle or whatever it's called. Half are the you people, what the like fuck how, is this? Are you two the same I mean, are you two on the same... Do you have the same Chris Kringle yeah. thing? No, Chris Kringle is different from Chris Kringle. You're being insane now. So what is Chris Kringle? Chris Kringle doesn't come and deliver presents. Like, Mummy, is the orange of the flame bean? Yes, it has. It's left presents and toys. Don't confuse Chris Dingle and Chris Kringle, all right? You, it's a basic error, okay? I'll be honest, I mean, Chris is clearly, um, Chris Adams, Chris Kringle, is clearly an expert on this. I was merely just sort of following along, holding my orange, not knowing why or where I was. Just went so, the streets, so I, yeah. You just went No, understandable, understandable. And that's it's why like he always wears an orange T-shirt. You always exactly, wear an exactly. orange T-shirt. Is that because you are the king of the Chris Kringle, not Christmas <laughs> no, no. Kringle? Um, what's it called? But when is this? Christmas. 
Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's Christmas to get kids engaged because once you've sung a little town of Bethlehem, you stop giving a fuck. And the Germans brought it over, <laughs> and they were like, "Right, who wants scraggly tinsel angel plays? No kid wants that. What do people love? They love sweets. All right, let's do something with that. So the orange is the earth. The ribbon round is the blood that Jesus spilled. Because don't forget that. Because blood and kids hand in hand synonymous. The four points of the four seasons, and the fruit is the fruit of the land. But they're sweets because kids love sweets. Because who wants to eat grapes? And the flame in the middle, which she can't light near the wooden pew, and if she catches you, you'll be in fucking trouble, all right? She will fucking do you, so don't let... I won't name her, um, but we'll use her initials, BW. Don't let BW see that, or you'll be in fucking trouble, all right? Really, really bad. Um, then you use... Yeah, you think, and you walk around with that, and, you, and you're delighted because you're a kid, and you get to play with fire, and no one cares. Huh? Chris, hey, well. have you ever seen Marlon mm-hmm. look so angry, but so sort of intellectual? Uh, no, I'm just, just like taking it. I was picturing it all in my head. Yeah, just imagine a load of children in costumes that are made with tissue paper, not flammable at all, um, and naked <laughs> flames. What could go wrong? It's just one of those things you just don't question at school, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like the Harvest Fest, you know, all that bullshit. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's what yeah. happens. It's very KKK rally. No, 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 there's no hoods. There's no hoods. Or, or any of that no no not at all it's just it's just Fair a load of people that like orange and flame mm-hmm. relax I'm sure we can find those kind of people in a pub <laughs> probably too <laughs> lovely bring it back bring it yeah. back isn't there isn't there that thing in Northern Ireland what setting pubs on oh, fire isn't there the orange men or something don't they like uh, anyway no we're going to edit that bit that's about sectarian violence um, carry on go back to where you were Chris <laughs> So, Francis, well, we're not uh, dismantling the traditions of the Church of England. We're talking about the uh, the Church of the Public, which is, of course, the pubs. The pubs, <laughs> the pubs, the bars, the clubs, the areas on the streets around Britain where we like to share a drink. We do our favourite three. We start off number three, we go to number two, and then we save the best till last. So, Francis, without any further ado, what is your third favourite pub in this fun? Can I just say, before I do this, can I tell you how I first Oh, 100%. Out? Oh, yeah, we'd love to. Okay. Okay. This isn't going to be your weird story. uh, No, we're just going to go in, like, straight for the jugular. So, (laughs) because I love when people have a funny story about one of you, and at first I was like, oh, no, I don't have anything. I don't even know two of them. And then I was like, I have the best story about Gareth. So it starts in quite a sad place. So I'd had a tiff with my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, right, I'm going to go save the friend. So I packed up my sad little suitcase. And he was going out with some friends. And I went to stay with this friend and I was lying in this bed that I didn't know. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I want to go home. It's like 2am. I can't sleep. And so I packed up my little suitcase, went back to my flat, which was like five minutes walk away. And as I approached my flat, I can see the the lights are on in the window and there are some sort of silhouettes. And I was like, oh my God, my boyfriend's moved on fast sly old dog and then and so I came I came to my just flat just imagine and I the exorcist to... just one one loud post in Gareth <laughs> yeah. so I, was, I was the priest I was the priest the, oh, the demons yes let me tell you I'm picturing the woman in black <laughs> So I go to my bedroom to put my my suitcase down. And as I come in, um, I see a strange figure in my bed. um, Sort of just a a, a man I've never seen before, (laughs) sleeping like a baby. And I just say, well, he looks... Who the fuck's that? But um, he looks looks peaceful. So I left him to it. And I go to the lounge. (laughs) Go to the lounge. I open the door. And there's my boyfriend and his two friends, all drinking beer, all topless. Few questions. 
I said, who, who's the man in the bed? Um, why are you all topless? And um, are you sure you're a straight man? And, uh, and then at this point, the man from the bed sort of comes in looking a bit sheepish. And I think he shook my hand and said, hi, I'm Gareth. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> lovely to meet you, Gareth. And uh, I don't even know where we all slept. We didn't share the bed. But yeah. it was, uh, that was my first meeting with you. Yeah. And it was so bizarre. I think we had to leave it a while before we met up again because there was a lot to process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you woke me up. I'd gone to bed I early that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gone to, as soon as the tops came off, I went to bed. <laughs> no, I saw a picture of you with your, you all, you all took a selfie of you guys with your tops off. Yeah. Like, what was that <laughs> that was like sexy. Yes. That was just sexy. Yeah. Should we um? Should we turn the heating down? <laughs> nah, I ain't going all the way over there. <laughs> exactly. It was. It was. Close off boys. Let's get it started. <laughs> yeah. you see us? Hey, we're all good-looking guys with our tops off. Um, yeah, all nicely middle-aged. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a very strange time. I really should. I mean, I should have just left you to it. You looked so peaceful, but yeah, you better believe I bleached those sheets <laughs> well and truly <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Destroyed them, incinerate. No, I didn't. Yeah. I, think I, I, I don't think I washed them. Washed oh my them. god! <laughs> yeah. I didn't do anything. I just slept in your bed. I just wanna yeah. On my side of the bed. The reason you say oh that just makes it sound worse, doesn't it, Gareth? When you have to add the caveat of I didn't do anything. <laughs> you could have just you could have just left it like that and we'd have moved on. No, no, but you go, I didn't do anything. I just slept in there. It's like instant. This is this is a later time. That was a reassuring, <laughs> reassuring thing. I didn't start the COVID off in your yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. You, under the sheets at one in the morning going, mmm, delicious, delicious pangolin. No one's saying that. <laughs> our, our thoughts go to pissing the bed, shitting the bed, sticking the bed, or just being genuinely gross and getting in the bed. And then for you to go, I didn't do anything, right? It just makes yeah. us think piss or shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it in the bed early doors, mate. Also, the fact that you've, you, you're in bed, you clearly woke up at some point and went, there's an unknown lady in the room. Ooh, yeah. That's slightly awkward and embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, perchance now I go and introduce myself. Probably pissed as well, which is beautiful, because pissed trying to act sober yeah. is a fucking wonderful thing. You go, uh, hello, I'm Gareth, nice to meet you. I'm very sorry, yeah. I appear to have fallen asleep in your bed. <laughs> I was like, because I actually got up, I was like, oh, should I just stay in bed? They're not going to bother me, because I didn't know Francis at that stage. I was like, they're not going to bother me, wait, I'm just asleep. Or, oh, but I guess it's her bed, so I should get out, so she can go to bed. And again, again this part of Francis' position. Oh, there's a man I've never seen before sleeping in my bed. Hello, I'm Gareth. Hmm, right. Back to my own bed now where a man has just been asleep. Yeah. It's not exactly she's, she's read Goldilocks. She knows what's about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Right, well, there we go. <laughs> That's one way to meet Gareth, I must admit. It's, it's probably a better way than most of messing. Um, yeah, so, and this well, wasn't this wasn't that long ago, actually. It was about two years. Was it two years, Francis? Or I'd say around two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, so it wasn't like when I was really. It wasn't. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm still cool. I still party. Living it up. Yeah. I'm still cool, guys. I get wasted and wrestle friends. Uh, <laughs> 
this is how my 2021 go. I'm a topless wrestler with Gareth Fox. <laughs> oh my god, Chris. You'll lose, man. You'll lose. I have a special armpit move. Um, we don't yeah. die. Such a thing, incinerator. Shoes. Good. Now we know. Now we know where the bed stank. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, we haven't established that. I thought it smelled no, very yes, nice. Got it. Yeah, it was. It. I thought your bed smelled very nice. To be honest, Francis. Oh well, yeah, it did before you got here. Your My diversion. You guys learned a lot about each other for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna smell me. I'm gonna smell you. Yeah. Nice. Leave it at that. Yeah. Stunning. Beautiful. Well, there we go. The, the first time, <laughs> the first time Francis encountered Gareth when he was sleeping in her bed. <laughs> so, um, Francis, what would be your third favourite place in the world to grab a drink? Yes. So, my third favourite pub is called the Wallace Bar in Lyon, France. Ooh, nice. so, oh, nice! Oh, boy. Have we had yes, yeah, we've we've been over. Actually, have we been over to France? I don't I think, think we have had France. Yeah, yes. I think we have had France. We have. It is a perfect opportunity for me to use the accent. Oh, the accent. Oh, yeah, you used it. I thought that was your Belgian when accent. When you said Leon, no, no, I you... genuinely thought about the damn fast food restaurant, the healthy fast food restaurant. I completely forgot. <laughs> but that's because I had a Leon today. We did, didn't we, Nolly? Oh, lucky you. Yeah. So yeah. Me. yeah. So go when on, you then. say the Wallace bar, I'm pitching in the fucking Ardman character just at the front going, <laughs> Wallace? <laughs> Pulling pints, just like oh, I William. William Wallace. No, it is. So it was. It's a Scottish bar. It's a Scottish bar, so it is after William Wallace. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So good. Yeah. So I went to Lyon on my year abroad because I studied French, and my aim was to speak as much French as possible. But I ended up working in a Scottish bar, and it was really cool. Good work. Like they had, they had this library of over two hundred whiskies, and you know, like those old-fashioned libraries, we've got a swinging ladder. They had one of those. So you would like, someone would select their whiskey and they'd be like, let me get that for you. Go up the ladder, take it down. Like, really cool. Um, but It's you always know, good to work at heights after consuming alcohol as well, which is... I'm... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand in hand. Hand in hand, mm-hmm. yeah. Indeed. They're, they're, um, they're, 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 listeners, they're being ironic. Actually, health and safety dictates you shouldn't work at heights after consuming alcohol. <laughs> Yeah. I've met, I've met some of their this? friends two, once. Two minutes ago, you said, oh, people. I'm cool. I'm cool. I still party. I'm still fun, yeah, guys. I don't party at heights. Right, their later. plan was on the first floor and <laughs> had the same staircase. I have <laughs> <laughs> right. um, a Raven and Underground Club, but anything anyway. above the second floor, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, it was scary. It was scary going up that old ladder. <laughs> so how did you, you get it? How did you get the job? Uh, oh, do you know what? I had a lot of free time on that year abroad and I just went around to all the pubs saying, um, can I get a job? And I was hoping it, I would work in a French, you know, like a, a proper French one. But the, the place that took me on was Scottish. And I'm not Scottish, but I had to wear like a tartan kilt. They oh, This one time they had like a delivery of this really old whiskey, like some kind of Glenfiddich or something. And they had a procession with a bagpiper and we all had to wear these fucking kilts. And no like someone was holding the whiskey aloft into the bar. And like no one cared. Like, it was just for the bar. Like, I just imagine the French just had to want to give a fuck about this. Alright, we got to prepare for the whiskey ceremony, so get your fucking kill on. Because this Glenn Fiddick is coming in hot. <laughs> Everyone's got an idea off again. <laughs> the French, right? You know, that is a really good observation because the French would like prank us like, like they would come to the Scottish bar 
but purely so they could turn up their nose at everything. So they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, uh, c'est quoi le, le haggis? C'est quoi le haggis? And I was like, oh, like, what is haggis? And I was like, oh, and I had to explain it to them. I was like, c'est le ponce du brebis farci, like it's stuffed sheep stomach. And then they'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, oh, c'est du brebis. And you'd be like, hold on a minute, you fuckers. You eat stuffed goose, snails, and the legs yes. of a frog. So let's not go pot calling kettle black. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Precisely. But- the whole thing was ridiculous. And it was very, so Scottish, so it was very like, you know, William Wallace. But then the French, I don't know if you know this, but there's like a real trend to have a half pint of beer with some syrup in it. Like that's, a, it's called like a demi, demi pêche, for example, mm-hmm. the peach syrup with a half yeah. pint lager. And you just get all these re- like big, like manly macho men coming into this, this Scottish part being like, yeah, we're going to have a big night, but French. And <laughs> then they would just come up to the bar and they'd be like, and they just ordered this little peach half lager and I was like you're so ridiculous but oh, 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 lads 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 oh. yeah <laughs> yeah but it was a great go place. to Le Bar et Cousse. <laughs> oh, the drinks will flow. Will we order whiskey, Jean-Paul? No, we will not. <laughs> was that Scottish or French? Um, Francis. I'm so impressed. Yeah, what's the um, what's the most expensive whiskey then you drank? Do you know? Oh, God, I don't... Oh, and they had something called a whiskey tasting menu where you could have four on this sort of slate panel. Um... I don't know. I always got a staff discount, so uh, I couldn't tell you. I should nah, you pay, you're paying premium for the slate boy. Yeah. What, what, what quality are we talking? Are we talking three millimetre thickness? What? <laughs> oh, oh, at least, Chris. Yeah, let's not fuck around here. Could you, could you tile a house? You could tile, you could tile a palace. <laughs> no, again, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll, we'll start at 50 euros, you tell me whenever I'm out of money. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Me run a back of an industrial estate. Bring well, a slate. Cue <laughs> on that slate, love, because people have been fucking stealing it for their roof. <laughs> I want she's like a fucking hawk. Table seven got a taste of platter. Table nine got a taste of platter. And those two cunts aren't even my sight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've ruined your story. <laughs> Mine? No. Talking I- slate. <laughs> Slate. No, I don't. I don't remember. It was. It was some really good whiskeys. You know, it was great. But mm. I. I remember you guys. I, have you worked in pubs before? I never have. You never have. Oh, no, I was. I was a washer upper. Actually, I washed up in a in in a restaurant. Did you do that topless oh. too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I do, I do everything topless when I'm comfortable with the people now. Well, you've got two choices, uh, Gareth. Um, yeah, you got the uh, apron. I don't, I don't or do. you, can, uh, you can just do it topless, son. Careful, scalding water. Actually, <laughs> weeks I had nipple burns that you wouldn't believe. On that, the place I worked when I was doing washing up, I was about... 15, 14, 15. And one of the chefs threw one of the um, washer uppers in, in the sink just after he'd <gasps> filled it with boiling water and he burned all his How deep is the back. fucking sink? Yeah, how deep is the sink and how small it is the like It was like a big sink for washing up loads of plates in. And the guy, you know, he was big. It was like, it was like, it was like a quarter of bathtub size, I would say. <laughs> if that's a good, this, yeah. yeah and I know, he yeah, threw him in the true. sink. Yeah. And then, and the and guy had to go on holiday next day with loads of burns on his back. So, 
So I'm just bringing her, I don't even know why I told that sad story. And oh I should prepare this story. Because I don't tell stories very well. It's like the intro and the outro thing. I go, I go, oh, I've got this really good story in my head and it just doesn't come out. But don't mess with hot boiling water and don't throw wash your uppers in it. They don't now, burn now the health and safety more. concern is really... It's like it burned into your memory. Yeah. So, so I thought that was a good story. I liked it. Oh, thanks, Francis. I, thanks. I will try anyone that's rubbing in sun cream or some sort of aloe vera before they get on a plane. I will try not to call a bell end because they may have got thrown into a burning sink last yeah, night. Yeah, they might, so. and they might, and they might be washer uppers where they had to save for like three years for that holiday. So, oh god, of course. Yeah. The whole thing I is might have to edit some bagpipes over this Turn the lights down and get the whiskey. I'm telling you a sad tale. Oh, no, it was a wee lad who did the pot wash and saved Edith. up for three years. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, no. candles come out, all the Frenchmen they will listen in. Oh, oh really? Oh, what is this? Oh, no, they're playing yeah. their dead <laughs> cat again. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. It's oh, weird, yeah, isn't it? Hearing, image. hearing Francis talk French and then hearing you two do your French accents, you realise... How harsh you make such a beautiful language. It's magnifique, no? <laughs> nice oui. try, nice try. Okay, anyway, oh. you guys, you guys, um, Chris Narlin, are we all slightly embarrassed that we don't have never worked in a pub when we do the pod crawl podcast? No, I have. I've pulled pints. We're yeah. good. I've got, I've got the credence. So what I was going to say is that when you work in a pub, especially if you're doing like the late shift, then you end up closing around 4am, maybe 3am. Mm-hmm. And, and and then you want your post-work drink because you've just been watching everyone getting pissed all night. So you, you do that. But then you're like, I want to go out. Like, I've just worked. I got up late for this. I want to go out. And there's nowhere open at 3am, 4am in, in Leon, unless it's like a club, I guess. Yeah. But there was one place that we found and it was a all-night darts club. So I became a member just so I could have a few drinks after after Where were you live were you living in some sort of weird little Britain in High Leon with the old yeah. Wallace Bar and the Darts Club. <laughs> yeah. It was you're right, it was the old town. It was like the old town. So yeah, you're not off right. bad breakfast okay. at the bowls club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've spent a year living in France, don't you know? Oh, what do you do? Well, I drink at the darts club. <laughs> I play on the weekend, and I, I work at a Scottish bar where everything's served on slate, don't you know? <laughs> Very cosmopolitan. Yeah, when you put it like that, I really did not get most of my Europe. <laughs> yeah. I just got this beautiful idea of you going around all the cafes, all the bars, all the bistros, just in perfect French hello uh, have you got any job any vacancies you pull up to this um, to this bar hello have you got any job it's, hey you can start Monday yeah. <laughs> what <That's it>. yeah. <laughs> psych that's yourself that's up that's like confidence like come on you got this Francis you got this just ask in French be confident they'll give you a job that's exactly <laughs> what happens yeah. you're free uh, I can start Lundy <laughs> hey I'll see you on Monday love yeah no problem you got a kilt <laughs> That's <laughs> a procession. Twelve o'clock. You'll be needed. You'll you know, fucking book out your Friday and Saturday nights because we have the welcoming of the whiskey. <laughs> it sounds insane, but trust me, you'll learn to fucking love it. And do you like dark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
go and don't go fucking about with Billy the fucking potwash because you get your cunning back burned. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Leon. <laughs> well, welcome to Leon. <laughs> Did you call? I fuck off you. <laughs> Good. Oh my god, right. it's like you were there. Yes. <laughs> we don't poison that memory for you forever. Um, what would be um, your your happy medium, Francis? Your 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 two bar number two. The number two pub is called the Gatehouse in Monmouth. So I grew up in a small town, which is where I am now, in South Wales, called Monmouth. And uh, I think it's famous because Henry V was born here. What's happening? Mm. You all right, Chris? What's going on, Chris? Oh, it's not Hereford, is it? It's not, not Hereford. Is that where yeah. you're from? It's good 20, 20 minutes the other way, and you're in a much better position. Oh, but, I mean, we're sort of partners in crime in many ways. <laughs> I spent many good times in Hereford. Yeah, close. <laughs> But is the gate, shit in comparison the gatehouse sure. is that is that the one in Monmouth? You are. Is it the gatehouse? The gatehouse, yes. So it's on the thing that Monmouth is famous for is this gatehouse. <laughs> Wait, let me say that again. <laughs> oh, it's fucking hell. It's a bridge. It's a bridge. A medieval bridge, and it's got like the toll the toll gate on it. Right? You right. see that everywhere. You, you'll have seen it. Yeah. You don't know it, but you'll have seen it on, on tea towels. So it's, uh, this is the famous landmark of Monmouth. And, uh, there's a pub looking out over this bridge called the Gatehouse. And Monmouth is, is, as I just said, it's pretty shit if you are a young person looking for adventure. Cause it's just, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on at all. Hey, you got that lovely Gert Big Hill with the folly on top of the, the oh, mansion yes. thing. The Kimmin. Near the yeah. little. That's yeah. all right. What's, what's, yeah. what's, sorry, before we move on, what's Gert? You big. said Gert Big Hill. Yeah. Great, you might say Great Big Hill. Okay. Yeah, and you've got a lovely little. Yeah, lovely little. It's great, you know what? It's great if you're retired, middle class, for sure. But, like, as a young person, there's no train station, you couldn't get around. Like, I remember a very bleak time I had to sign on at the job centre in Abergavenny and I had to wait for a country bus to take me there. And then I'd sign on, wait for another two hours to get the return bus journey. Like, I it was just a whole in day. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a whole day of like me confirming that I still didn't have a job. I tell you at five o'clock, mother, I'm off to sign on. Yeah. I hope to be back for tea, but if not, I'll see you at Whitson. Yes. <laughs> Whitson. Oh my god. Take a coach. The tool, <laughs> what the hell, Nally? Nally, you were doing well with the Scottish. You should have. I think you'll have to edit that accent out. Uh, you were doing very well on the Scottish. Uh, it's more of a Welsh accent this. than we've got, Gary. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, shall we? Yeah, that's true. That's very true, actually. Is yeah, sorry, Nally. No, was nasty. The bloody <laughs> super posh school, or am I making that up? Uh, yes, uh, yes, mm. uh, yes, my mum works cool. there. So it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit shit if you're young, that's all I'll say. But there were, there were a few pubs and there was a Spoons, Weatherspoons, which is where everyone went, like everyone. Mm. But then there was another pub called the Gatehouse. And I think once you went there, you felt like you'd arrived, like you felt like you'd been upgraded a bit. It just felt a bit fancy. There were like spearmints in the toilet that you could just have. Like, you know, they were just like, yeah, we can afford to give these out. I guarantee you that was only in the fucking ladies' toilet. Well, it could be. And also, I think they discontinued them because I kept stuffing my pockets with them. <laughs> like some angry squirrel. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, oh my God, this is, what is this heaven? And uh, they stopped. Every story we've told today is so sad undertones. I'd sign on to the doll. I'd get back. I'd stuff my pockets full of spearmints <laughs> in the toilet. 
And I'd see me till the next week to be gyrating. If I missed the bus, I'd snack on the mints until I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I'd, re- I felt like I'd really moved up in the world, you know, mints in the toilet. <laughs> That's how it felt, man. So it felt. Yeah, they were probably only in the women's toilets, but I, I know that in the men's toilets they had a urinal that was shaped like uh, the Rolling Stones logo, which yeah. I thought was so cool. Oh, that's sick. Yes. So that brings it up a bit. Francis, so a big to, pair of lips. Who's going? Sorry? I was going to say, Francis, you need to write everything in your life as an autobiography and make it like a French noir film. <laughs> This fucking Amelie. This is too good. But yes, the question about the Rolling Stones tongue urinal. Chris, I assume that was you. Well, I just assume it looked like the, the tongue, the bat. Yeah. But yeah. instead of instead of eating people's um, earness, earness, what a stupid sentence. I hate myself. <laughs> instead of instead of eating people's oral ability to enjoy their music, it was eating your piss. So that's that. Precisely that. Look at the mon mouth. What an anecdote. <laughs> Do you reckon he made it? That's quite impressive. So I'm fixated on the urinal now. That's fucking sick. Because well, I still think it, the, the best toilet, in my opinion, darling, is the one at Jim Shack. Um, it's a good bathroom facility. Mm. I can't remember the urinal specifically. Well, no, no, not the urinal. It's more for the, the mixture of erotica and animal death on the yeah, wall. Yeah, the stuffed animals is good. But I would I would like the, the Rolling Stones. That that'd be a good that'd be a nice touch. Yes, I'm just, I'm, I was sad they didn't have that in the women's actually. Instead, I would have I would have traded the mints for a little <laughs> bit of rock and roll urinal that I couldn't use. I could bring a shiwi and try that. <laughs> <laughs> I go into Abergavenny. I take out my uh, doll money. I I purchase a shiwi and that's harder than you'd think in Abergavenny. Lots of embarrassed times at the tail. Excuse me, madam, can you point me in the direction of the shiwis? What's that? <laughs> then I feel like I've really made it then when I'm pissing against the Rolling Stones logo toilet. I, I think to myself, Francis, one day you're going to work yourself in a Scottish bar in Leon. I, I think one day I'm going to get out of this town or I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm looking at the picture of the gatehouse now and you think it's got itself well together, but it's just the gate and then the H from house is missing. <laughs> <laughs> The Gatos. Gatos. The Gatos. Love it. I do, I do remember they have um, on the menu, because they serve food, they've had rabbit and parsnip pie on the menu Ooh. since at least 2009, which just never changes. And I've, I had never tried it because I was just full up on mints, but you know, it, it's one of those classic. It's a beautiful pub, a great beer garden as well. Gorgeous. Amazing. Oh, and do you know what? No, sorry, go on, go on. No, no, after you. I just remembered, I had a friend visiting me from uni once, and we I took her to the gatehouse because I was like, you've got to see this place, it's brilliant. And she was wearing, she borrowed one of my, like, a very sparkly jacket with sequins on, and we went into the pub, and everyone stopped, like, it was like in Shaun of the Dead, like, all the locals just looked at us, and this man said to my friend, you're the sparkliest thing to ever walk in here. <laughs> I think he had a tear in his eye. It was so surreal. Oh, it was like when she his, had a rabbit pie. He went into his tweed jacket pocket and he went mint. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. Yeah, that, that is actually, that's if, actually if a beautiful film, story. If this is still part of the, the French noir film, that would be the point in the film where everything turns into colour. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, no. We've got an hour of sepia, and now it's gone. Accordion music intensifies. This is Britain. Stunning. You see, she wants to sparkle. 
in Ulevalanche. <laughs> <laughs> Bagpipes playing. <laughs> it's sunny in the background. Just <laughs> um, I realize we, we've been very rude and haven't asked a crucial component to the, the question of the podcast. What drink are you ordering at the gay house? At the gatehouse, um, oh, I think it would be a Thatcher's cider. That's the kind of thing they'd have there. They don't have a great range. I'm mainly there for the aesthetics and the mints, but the pub, sele- you know, the beer selection is 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 not not amazing. Thatcher's <coughs> gold. Thatcher's gold, absolutely. Okay, good. That's all right. That's all and right. this this match. Yeah, I was going to say you're right, Francis, because that beer garden overlooking that bridge is quite beautiful. Are you looking at a picture of it, mate? It it looks more France than France. (laughs) (laughs) It's well nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it ties in, so I said cider because I was there when I was like a teenager, 17, 18, and I was really into cider then, so it's it's a good thing. Whereas at the Wallace, I was drinking, well, whiskey. Nice. Good. Cracking. Well, it's him. Wallace Bar in Lyon and the Gatehouse in Monmouth are our three and two. So it's not the big one, the big banana, the Mac Daddy. Your favourite place to grab a drink? My favourite place to grab a drink in London is in London. It's called oh. the Temesis Dock. I don't know if this is featured before. The Temesis Dock. It's a it's a boat on the river. Have you heard of it? Temesis Dock. No. Where, where is where it? There's a west? few. There's a well, few. The- is it? It's on the river. No, it's on. It's by. It's by Vauxhall. So aha, uh-huh, like, cool. Yeah, is it, so it's on the side. Mo Mo Five is opposite the yes. Tate Britain. Is it a bit yes. of a? Is it a bit of a sort of shanty boat? Is it a bit sort of oldy? Oh, I what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I've never been in it, but I know. Yeah, okay, I know where you are. Is it a bit rough of a boat, or is it a posh oh, boat? These questions. Is it a shanty boat? Is it a bit rough of a boat? I don't know why to answer. Does a man greet you in a polo and no, jumper and a pipe saying yar? <laughs> yeah, no, it's because. Is there a chance boat? you'll fall asleep and wake up in the colonies of a new life? Answer these. Oh, fucking hell, I've been Shanghai'd again. Oh, Complimentary leaven to combat the scurvy. Yeah, yeah in the toilet, just a complimentary leaven. Give me one thing, lads. It's, it's a little bit, it's, the, like, it's kind of themed, so like the toilets, sorry to talk about toilets again, but they're themed like gulls. And boys, you know, like b- boys. Yeah, boys. Boys and floating boys, not as in boy boys. Thank you. Yeah, yes, yeah. floaty boys. And, floaty uh, boys. Again, it, yeah. floaty boys sounds risky, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> well, it didn't until you said that, Chris. To be honest, everybody knew what we meant, and they were like, yeah, he means floaty boys, the ones you see you gotta, on the You've got to say it in the wrong inflection, and then that, it can be offensive. Yeah. Oh, I like that use of the word inflection. I'm going to use that. I've never oh, used that word. Like, watch Gareth process its store in its memory bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, he fucking goes to the doctor, tries yeah. to show off, uses it wrong. Hello, doctor, I think you'll find I've got an inflection. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth, you've been using it wrong. Have I? Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> that is good. Oh my god, Chris! Did you did, did you just make that up, then, Chris? Did that, that just? Sorry. That, um, no, no, that, Gareth. We we have writing bunch. sessions before this podcast. Yeah, you've not seen the seven people behind me just frantically typing away, going, "Fucking hell, we need more material." Yeah, we got the big bucks now. Shit. Yeah. No. Oh, we're gonna, okay. we're stitch yeah, that, was, that was very good. Yeah, I thought you guys. I love those moments in the podcast where Chris or Nali says something funny, and then Gareth just creases up for ages and says, "That was good." <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so I, sweet and I like, awesome. Yeah. I live for those moments. I like to this support is the these meta kids. episode. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Britain can be too negative a country. And, you know, we've got to support these kids in being positive about their skill sets or attempted skill sets. Um, <laughs> Was it, yeah, so so this boat, Francis, that I might yeah, have been I, to. You were speaking of a, of a boat. Yes, I was. So it's it's like I, I first noticed it because I was working as a tour guide on another boat, uh, London Duck Tours. And oh, was, fuck off. I was about to say Duck Tours. No way. You're fucking kidding you me. Duck Tours. Yeah, I did. Oh, my but God. Tell us what, what is it like, the sensation uh, of lands to water? I Duck Tours. Oh, I know. Oh, you know, I mean, of course, that moment of literally transforming from from bus to boat was was euphoric, Chris. I can only, you know, it's, I'm sorry you couldn't experience it, but it wasn't as a tour guide. Like it was, it was pretty bleak. I mean, you had kids urinating out of the window because we'd been stuck in traffic. <laughs> Life in the big sea. <laughs> Don't yeah. listen, you yeah. little Bolsheviks. Simmer down. Come on. Come on. Save the piss until after the London Eye. And they, and, they, and they would break down quite often. I mean, the worst time would be if you were about to go into the river. You've built it up. You're like, guys, we're going to go in the river. And then you would just, the, the handbrake would just, I don't know, disintegrate. And you would just be stuck on that slipway. Neither land nor sea. We need to call an engineer to come and pick us up. Sorry guys, we're being the ribbon. <laughs> Sorry kids, I'm afraid we're in the purgatory of the vehicular world. Yes. <laughs> Off you get. We've just got to wait to tide take us now. <laughs> oh, I need a piss, not here you're not. We're right outside MI5. They're always fucking watching. Now move along. This is the kind of banter I needed at the time, guys, but I wasn't there. Yeah. No, you were just there looking at portside, longing for the for the other boat (laughs) that you can see. Exactly. Yeah. Oh god, horrendous. Fun fact about your your bar, because David Hay lives in that hotel opposite that. That David Hay the boxer. Yeah. David Hay the boxer, because yeah, he's yeah. Blue Rolls Royce with the red wheels. He welcome stalk it. I told you, don't tell him. Um, that's part up there. So I know, I know the one. It's got lovely benches as well that look like faux rope opposite on the uh, yeah. on the Batman there. It's it's a really beautiful boat, and they, and it's got fantastic views. Like you can see Parliament at night and all the South Bank. But I mean, I will say that every time I've gone there, they have sort of fucked up. But they always manage to salvage it. So, what do you mean fucked up? You finished your starter and you were at the Isle of Dogs. <laughs> oh, should I tie that on? I do. As in, like they, they fucked up my booking. So I booked a table for my birthday last year, and uh, they they basically they double booked me. And I turned up with all of my friends, and I was like, table booked for Francis Keaton. And then the guy was like, oh, we haven't got, we haven't got Francis here. And then he did the one thing that you just don't want to hear on your birthday. He sort of starts asking his fellow colleagues, anyone, anyone got Francis? Anyone heard of Francis down for tonight? Everyone's like, no, 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 never heard of her. And, uh, and then they basically just had to take us up onto the upper deck, shove some poor bastards off another table and then put two together and um, but they did come good. They like they gave us some bottles of bubbly and some sharing plates. Because my friend Joe, he's uh, he basically turned into some hotshot lawyer, and he was like, "Look, this is your mistake. So uh, give us a couple of bottles of bubbly, and we'll call it quits, all right?" And he started like bargaining with them. And uh, yeah, they gave us some some freebies. So I guess that's why they're my favourite. They gave me some free bottles of preserve. <laughs> that's all right. That's fair enough. I would have gone more. I'm like, give me a tour of the captain's quarters. I'm like, we'll have that. Give me a Bring tour of the captain's I want to see him dance. Yeah. <laughs> Let me walk the bank. The engine room, take me to it. 
<laughs> oh, well, you guys want to stay till midnight? What happens at midnight? We have the uh, the changing of the whiskies. Just like music <laughs> far off in the distance. <laughs> you hear the water bubbling outside, and a massive ladder comes from the depths. <laughs> Davy Jones turns up, just restocks the bar. Just oh yeah, you're right, lads. How's it going? Yeah, yeah. you got through these stellars tonight, didn't you? Back on his boat, fucks off back under the water. See you next week, Davy. Cheers, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta rescue a duck tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Flying Dutchman towing a Prugatone duck tortoise. Fuck's sake, every fucking week. <laughs> oh, shit. What's, what's the decor like in there? Is it full nautical theme? Yeah, I think so. As far as I can remember, lots of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, like a da- there's like a dance floor downstairs they've kind of ta- transformed the hold I guess it would be into a dance floor and they, they'll have a DJ they they have a ukulele orchestra that goes there once a month it's a it's a wacky old place nice yeah. I didn't know about that I kind of want to go now oh, yeah you're selling it now yeah. we'll it's go brilliant. when it all opens up again uh, I wonder if it's the same ukulele orchestra that that rap battles at in uh, where is it that Johnny Murphy's is it Milton Keynes was it no no it was oh yeah we're Leighton Buzzard Leighton Buzzard Leighton Buzzard they like bat- they they do uh, ukulele music orchestra and they like have battle of the bands don't they up there mm-hmm, they well, I may have made that up but I know they, they do at the, at the pub at Johnny Murphy's third favourite pub in Leighton Buzzard battle of the bands there you go it happens we'll ask him we'll go down we'll go down <laughs> Francis will take us I yeah. don't we, we can get free buggery if, if they ignore her on the list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've double booked me again. Yeah, absolutely. Did you sell by it? On a duck tour, thinking fucking kids are pissing again. Oh, that looks nice. But you said you found it because you used to work on duck tours. Like, did you sell by again? Fucking want to drink there? Or did you finish and was like, oh, that looks cool? Like, what drew you to it? No, sorry, yeah, like, un- unfinished story there. Yeah, I, I would, we would, um, we would go into the river right by MI6 we would take a little right and then we would sail right past Thames's dock and I would talk about it because I'd like look that's why you were sacked wasn't it that is why you were sat there I've told you once I've told you twice it's port and starboard not fucking left and right now get out of my duck tour yeah exactly <laughs> and uh, yeah and I mean, I was in a yellow boat that was a yellow boat it just felt like I was a child coming back to the to the womb like going into <laughs> that boat I guess it was just I just oh, that's beautiful <laughs> I know I just came out of nowhere yeah. I mean yeah and I think I, did, I got a freebie then as well because I, I was like oh we used to I work on the duck tours and I would always shout out Tempest's dock and they were like have a bottle of bubbly <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the minimum requirement is to get free bubbly here. (laughs) I work up the road. I'm a bottle of bubbly. All right, wait. There you go, wait. Sometimes I have a. I get in water every night. Have a bottle of bubbly. (laughs) I had a bath the other day. That's a bit like the sea, isn't it? Have a bottle of bubbly, sunshine. Enjoy it. Cheers, lads. Fucking out. Like a bad batch, maybe. I had a shower. Stop taking the piss. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning. I, I, I'm just a bit obsessed with the duck tools now because my autism's kicked in. The, like, imagine that's some shit we're going to have to explain to our children. Yes, very much so. That we took a wartime vehicle and we made it <laughs> do multiple... Uh, tourist trips every day and the poor things were literally breaking down saying stop we're not made for this and we were like keep on cutting what was it like granddad well it was full of pollution and it was both boat and both bus (laughs) really 
I can't imagine such a vehicle. Well, you best get imagining, boy, because it was one of the best things this country ever produced. Oh, God. <laughs> Concord. I hope they don't steal Forget that tagline, Chris. <laughs> that tagline's so good. It's patented already. Trademark that tagline, Chris. <laughs> Do you want to know the best really thing good. about that, that job or the worst thing? They made us quack at other duck tours if we saw them. So I would be guiding doing my thing and then I'd see another duck bus coming past us you know on, on a different road and they would be and then I was like contractually obliged to be like right everyone let's quack at the other duck with the arm movements with the arm movements for sure oh no wonder you were drinking yeah, every night oh my god <laughs> yeah Honestly, horrendous. And I was dating someone there at the time, and it was like some bizarre mating ritual. As we go past each other, just quack, quack, quack. Or sometimes, like, I would do it, but he wouldn't, and then I would look like a fucking idiot. And it was just me. And you'd, you'd like, turn up to the Temesis dock, like. If one boat's doing it, you're like a fucking mentalist. I know. One person, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in a minute that, that's going to come across we're contractually obliged to quack yes. we're not going to fucking do it alright I don't want to see any of you doing it we'll make that look, look like a bunch of twats <laughs> quack 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 wankers yeah. <laughs> that, happens, that literally happened all the time you, you yeah <laughs> 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 you didn't quack earlier you fucking made me like a right knock. I'm going to report you to HR. Yeah, you fucking won't. You fucking won't. We can smooth this over with free champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't quack free bubbly. But the one is finally on the gatehouse in Monmouth and the Thames' dock boat mm. pub? Boat restaurant? What should we call it? I like boat pub. Boat no, pub. Good one. Boat bar. Yeah. Boat bar. Thames' dock boat pub. Boat bars in. Um, so, Francis, what is your best um, drinking story, best encounter, best tale, best thing you've witnessed um, mm. in Hobart? Yeah, Tuffy. Um, I think the best thing I witnessed, I'm going to go with this story. So it was in uh, Cornwall. Do, is one of you got a link to Cornwall? No, he's Devon. No. Chris is Devon. Are you Devon, Chris, or have I made that up? <laughs> are you going to fight? Are we going to, are we going to fucking topless wrestle in a minute? <laughs> <laughs> You'll lose. Okay. okay. Yeah. No link to Cornwall. So it's, it was this place yeah. called Pol Ruan, which is a very small uh, town. And there were, there was this pub, I can't remember the name. And I went there with some friends and we clocked quite early on this beautiful figure in the corner. He looked like Captain Birdseye. But like after he's lost the the fish fingers, the deal, chicken nuggets, yeah, and gone through a divorce <laughs> and developed a really bad drug habit, he just looked so <laughs> bleak. And he was sitting there with a pint and I think some food. But he he just sort of, I think we we you know we nudged each other. And we were like, oh, Captain Burr's over there. Yeah, how funny. But the more the night went on, the more we just sort of kept looking at him with concern. Like he was such a tragic figure. He didn't really move at all. And then he got up towards the end of the night and everyone looked because they were like, oh my God. And he turned around to go to the toilets and he'd quite clearly soiled himself. Oh. And he just, just this horrible wet patch around his trousers. Um, but he had such dignity as he walked to the toilet. And it, we walked home just feeling like we'd we'd grown up. I don't know. It was just such a beautiful moment. You walked home knowing you just watched a grown man shit himself, but <laughs> yeah, with dignity. But, yeah. yeah, but we didn't laugh because, and we, well, I think that was the moment. Of his ship. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we were just like, yeah, that's not funny. Like we're we're mature now. We didn't laugh at that. That's just a sad story. It's yeah. a sobering moment. I just seems wonder. to go with the theme of the podcast. I think. Mm. <laughs> What's yeah. the funniest story you ever had? Well, there's this one time we saw a grown man shit himself. I wonder why dignity. I'm in this morose mood. I, I thought I'd travel the world, really learn and really mature. Turns out I need to go as far as Cornwall, really. <laughs> Watch a man shit himself. You haven't lived till you stared a Cornishman in the eye that sawed his britches. <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, it's not the best story, but it's the best I could come up with. I really don't remember many of my nights. I mean, you've given us the like... gem of meeting Gareth and... So it was, it, so was yeah. it quite a zen-like experience seeing this man poo himself and then walk to the bar? toilet yeah i think there was like nothing going on in the town and in this pub so this this sort of movement and this sort of tragic um situation yeah, not, nothing going on like there's nothing going on tonight i don't know what i'll put down the bar and shit me pants <laughs> i'd like to think it did preamble to a night out there's nothing going on in this town what do you want to do for fun well we we stand around the old ship and just sort of shit ourselves we're going to teach them young maturity i think it was yeah. called the ship i think it yeah. was the ship. yeah you're right i think it. i'd like to think he did it intentionally is to give you guys a little lesson i don't know in what well, I, know, yeah. I know what not not to not to mock your elders i mean well, yeah oh my God, we, learned. we learned we went home we check, just... double check your fish fingers yeah we just had some fish fingers and we raised a glass to the man yeah. <laughs> i wonder why he uh, went to the toilet after pooing himself though. was yeah. it to wash his hands he just went in there to wash his hands after he shot himself Attempt to clean himself up, Gareth. What do you mean you'll wonder why he went to the toilet after shooting yeah, himself? You just stand yeah. there. Yeah, I'll just, just stand there with my arse against the wall and hope it crosses over. And in about 10 minutes' time, I'll have another point. Yeah. What are you on about, you lunatic? When he came out, Francis just offered him mint. <laughs> yeah, and he just quietly put it under his trousers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Community goes a long way at sea. <laughs> totally, yeah. It seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> well, I guess stunning. That's well, well, is it? It was. It was a story. It's in. It's it's in now. In case of the captain. <laughs> what is far and Leon, the gatehouse of Monmouth, the Thames's dock, boat bar, and Captain Turd's Eye. Very nicely now into we have space at the last order in for two things your favourite ever bar snack and your favourite ever drink. So we'll crick off with the bar snack, please, Francis. Roasted salted pistachios for several reasons. So, number one, they're interactive. So you prize them open. <laughs> it's a bit of activity. You feel like I'm part of this. Normally, when you get possession nuts, you'll get like you'll get them in a container. You'll get a separate container to put the shells in, and you're like, I see what's going. I'm part of it. Sure. I like this. Working yeah. at a children's storage attraction really does put an imprint on you. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough life. I just, I love, I love prizing them open. Like, what can I say? I feel like yeah. it's not, it's not a good night unless. The next day, your fingers are quite sore. That's not a great quote. But <laughs> <laughs> out of context. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but from oh. rising open the old, the old pistachio, yeah. not, nothing else. Nothing oh. else <laughs> that <laughs> I just got killed. <laughs> killed Marlin. Oh god, I found I found, I found the episode. <laughs> 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 
Pistachio pie. Very good. Pistachio pie. Very good. 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 Because I, I'm dying for a piss. Okay. Nothing else. Cool. We'll, we'll just let them carry on with what they do. I'm going to take my fleece off. That was. I've never seen you guys laugh so much. Actually, finished. It's the phrase. It's the phrase on a long bike. Flick it up in the opposite. Oh my god! You guys are beautiful when you laugh. It's so nice to see you guys enjoy yourself. Thanks, Dad. So, everyone, now that we've composed ourselves from our giggle fit, Francis, what would be your favourite drink? <clears throat> I'm still not done with pistachios, but sure. <laughs> no, 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 carry um, on with pistachios then. See if you can. Like? Yeah. Thank Ca- you. Yeah. Number two, they're hygienic, right? <laughs> if you've got a bowl of peanuts to share, everyone's digging in, chances are you're going to end up with someone else's feces on in your mouth. Probably Captain Birdseye. Yeah. So, yeah. pistachio nuts come in their own little case. So it's unlikely you're going to get your, so your mate's feces in your mouth. Have you ever thought of that? No, like, I, I just, haven't, but that's... It blows my mind. I've that's never a good thought I would consume my mate's feces. That's just never bothered me. Cause I'm, uh, yeah, because I'm quite jealous of grabbing peanuts in, in pubs. You know, they're just getting the free peanuts. I love peanuts. And I've never thought about the unhygienic aspect. I think I think the, the, the peanut and the poo, the peanut trumps the poo. And ultimately, although the backy brain goes, might be poo on this, you go, yeah, it's still yeah. salty, isn't it? Nice. Mm. I'm going to eat pistachios in pubs. Yeah, and I do like how they look. They look like little creatures poking their heads out. A bit like with muscle. You know, like if you get muscles and they're, they literally are creatures in a shell. You're going to say they are. I'm glad you knew that. I'd be like telling the kids Saturn isn't real. Especially oh, I'm a vegetarian. Muscles look like little animals. Sit down. You've got a long night ahead of you. Let me tell you something about the sea. Oh my God. Uh, I like to torture whelks. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and then number four and five, or three and four, are just that they're fucking delicious and they're green, which is my favourite colour. But I do just, I love pistachios so much, and um, I bring them with me if I if I if I'm going to a new pub and I'm not sure what's on the the snack. I'll. I'll Tuck a little bag of pistachio that's, in the pocket. Oh, that's good. I love pistachios. Sure. So, Francis, what do you do when you get a pistachio that isn't open enough to just prize it with your fingers? Do you throw it or do you crunch it? I crack it in the back teeth, mate. Nice, yeah. good work. Yeah. That's, that's a professional the thing with job. With a muscle, if it's closed, they're like, don't, don't open that muscle. Don't eat it. It's wrong. Yeah. Bad. But they're not the same rule with pistachio nuts. <laughs> you just say, throw it, you fucking lunatic. What? Throw it. I was just you checking. said, well, if, if it's not open, do we throw it? Well, you, you are sat and go, this one won't open. Bangs it across the room, goes and retrieves it. Sorry, I just, this one wouldn't open. Sorry, I'm trying to enjoy my meal, sir. Just, oh, you know, it's like with a pistachio, but you have to throw it. <laughs> like have some crazy chimpanzee trying to open it. Florence has spent a lot of time in a dance club. She might have to do for it. Well, on this one in France. <laughs> Vive la France, eh? See that? Open. <laughs> 
Brilliant. <laughs> well, pistachio, roasted celery pistachio. That's yeah. it. It's done. It's locked in. Um, so your drink of choice, it can be draft, it can be spirit, drink. it can be cocktail, it can be made up. Your favourite drink in the whole world. Um, well, I, I've been through phases. So I said I had a cider phase, big cider phase when I was a teenager. Um, and I've graduated through lager uh, and I've settled on IPA. I love an IPA. It's just nice. something something quite mystical about it. I don't know what mm. it, why it tastes better. It's just like, is it citrusy flavours? I don't know. But I think nice my favourite is... What is yeah, it? I think so. I, I, sometimes I like, yeah. I don't know. After work, I just want an IPA. I don't know yeah. why. Come on, Giddy. It's just them new world hops. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just a really addictive flavour. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd probably go with a, a punk or any of the Brewdog range or a Four Pure or a Tiny Rebel. I mean, I'm no. not picky. Oh, just working like Tiny but, Rebel. So, oh, yeah. Should we say Brewdog's? Brewdog's punk IPA. IPA. Punk IPA. Fail safe. Yes. Nice. What's the name of their IPA? I wouldn't. I wouldn't know off the top of my head. Punk. Punk. If it was whiskey, it'd be Nanny Slate. I'm that wonderful note. Thank you very much to this week's guest. Gareth, you, you could do the honours. Great with outros. Oh no, can I go? Oh, oh Francis, would you, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I would like to plug my podcast, which is called Broken Ambitious, where I interview a professional creative about their weird and wonderful day jobs and how they manage to survive and stay creative. And yeah, I hope to have you guys best at some point. Awesome. Um, and I did a monologue for Red J Theatre as part of their Dirty Little Portrait series, which is on YouTube. So we'll drop a link in the description. Thank you. Hopefully we'll get Captain Birdseye on with our interview as well. Yes, yeah. please. See what he's up to these days. Yeah. <laughs> it's only up from there, I yeah, think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Francis. Yeah. And thank, thank you, Marie. It's been so much fun. I feel like I've been in the pub. Can we please do this in the pub? <laughs> yes, we will. We definitely can. We yeah. definitely can. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Francis, for this week, for um, making these two cry with laughter. I've never seen them so joyous. It's so beautiful to see these young lovely. children. Beautiful you, like oh, rainbows. Just going to end on young children, I actually thought it was beautiful watching you two crying Cry. with laughter. It was actually quite beautiful. I don't know if I liked the laughter or the crying bit. I don't know which bit I liked. But it was very beautiful. I've never seen it before. So thank you for doing that, Francis. You've made well done, me happy. Francis. And you made it. It's like I saw Christmas Day with these kids for the first time. Anyway, now you can go, Chris. See, this is why I don't do outros. So fucking dull, my outros. Oh, no! That make us cry. Pistachios. Chris is gone again on pistachios. If you think you can trump Captain Sirdside, get in touch with us at podcallpubcast at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on for next season. And follow us on our handles at podcallpubcast on Twitter and podcallpubcast on Instagram. See you then. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See? That was that was and um, that was and um, that was yeah, no, he, he, he kind of he kind of took he kind of took my bit anyway. Say, see you there. Do you want me to do it again? Oh no, um, it's fine. No, I'm sorry. confused there and then with no, brain fine. spew. No, no, you took my bit. Sorry, That's yeah, it. you I'm stole Natalie's line, Chris. <laughs>